0: All right, let's see if we get this up. Let's get on Facebook Live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to it's the liquor talking right here on
1: WCRN AM eight thirty, and we are broadcasting from Julia's Liquors on Route nine in Westboro. Joining me today on the on the dais, of course, is the one, the only. Thank God, spirits medium to the gods, Randall J. Bird.
0: Yeah, good glad to, be to have back you back
2: from uh, extensive travel, and uh, more importantly, I'm really excited to see what we have going on with our extra special guest in the middle.
3: Ray. <laughs> <laughs> yes, is better. Of course. Ray Ray,
1: of course, is up from uh Ray right from the Julio's wine department because he's gonna give us the it's the wine
3: of the week. Stop whining. Stop whining.
1: All right, Randall. I thought we'd start the show since Ray's here today. We'd start it. He's got work to do upstairs. He said, yes,
2: sir. Yeah, and yes, I came down. There's already bottles opened and stuff poured. So yeah. yeah. So
1: Ray's here for so the wine of the week. Prepared. Ray, what what fantastic wine do you have for us this week
3: I decided to uh, show a Chardonnay Uh, I don't know if you you guys realize this but Chardonnay is and has been the leading white wine grape or white wine uh, in America for many many years
1: yeah but there was a time when it was caught we would use the term ABC
3: anything but Chardonnay exactly there's a segment of population the, the me—that me. yeah. <laughs> me. well, me. <laughs> I'll come up and say, you know, uh, I really don't care for Chardonnay. It's a, it's a little too oaky and buttery. And, and they have a point there. I mean, the wine works with certain foods. I mean, I like a buttery, oaky uh, Chardonnay when it comes to shellfish. But a lot of people, it's a little too heavy for them. So right. today I'm showing a un-oaked Chardonnay, ah. which uh, we tasted, oh, I want to say maybe a six, seven weeks ago, and we brought it in because uh, all of us in the wine department thought it was absolutely delicious. So it is uh, called Saracena. It is from Mendocino County in California, and it is unoaked. So what That's kind they- of
1: unusual for a California to be an unoaked Chardonnay, is it not? It
3: is, it is unusual. Uh, and we're always on the lookout for one. I mean, we have a couple upstairs now. This is another one, and we thought this was, you know, terrific. So, uh, with this particular wine, and I don't know if you guys have tried it. Again, really nice, uh,
1: great depth of flavor. So great.
2: oak great, means stored in an oak barrel, right?
3: fermented but, in?
2: in uh, yeah, but how long does that? Oh, oh no, basically a vat. That's that's oak. Right. So
3: here, the uh, the wine is fermented in stainless steel.
1: Gives it that crisp, cleaner. That gives you yes. A little bit of lemon finish to it that citrusy finish
3: you got a little citrus here and the first thing when i taste this wine i get some pear actually Mm -hmm. brass pear uh you get a little uh green apple and just a hint of peach but what i like about it is with uh oak style uh chardonnay uh it goes through a secondary fermentation called malolactic and what that does is really cuts down on the acidity of the wine With this wine the acidity level rises and it becomes you know palate quenching. cleansing yes it's yes absolutely and especially in the summertime
1: well that's what I'm, i was just about to say like if you stepped outside today in the humidity this this cuts right through that you're, you're actually you're even your mouth feels more like it almost feels like refreshed
3: exactly you know? exactly so uh so we've got this uh, uh it's on the machine. Yet it will be later on today. So OK, so people upstairs. can try it. Try before you as, buy it. The angel that, share. Absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, machine. the mm. the price uh, is nineteen ninety right.
1: Under 20 bucks. Under
3: 20. And, uh, you know, if you do six bottles, you do a case. We have discounts, disc- at discounts that. for that as well. Hmm. So, uh, you know, I strongly urge people who may not have uh, or moved away from Chardonnay to come in and taste this. You're gonna be really, really surprised. This is a
1: Chardonnay for non-Chardonnay drinkers.
3: Exactly. Good way to put it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I I think,
1: like, if you've been turned off by the 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 malolactic, the buttery, the the the, I like to call them almost like flabby. I hate to say that, but it's got too. there's too many other flavors going on there and right. sort of and, it, and it's great. And a lot of people love that style. I'm not taking anything away from Absolutely. not my cup of tea. Uh, I sort of like those those crisper whites, especially in the summertime to cut through that humidity. And um, on a, on a summer day. Nice. This is nice by the pool. Nice some nice cheeses, that type of thing, keeping it light, keeping it fresh. Oh, this I mean
3: this wine goes with, I mean, you know, chicken, seafood, shellfish, yeah, soft cheeses. I mean, it goes really very, very versatile. Salads, you could even we have, have here's salad. the ultimate
1: test, right. Randall. What do you think? Because Randall refused well, to find I'm sour say, grape juice, but
2: I would say this changes it from a Chardonnay to a Chardonnay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's our show for this evening, yeah. people. Thank you very much for joining yeah. us. <laughs> it took me several minutes. I, I can't, up, yeah. Thanks, dad. Uh,
2: (laughs) Well, Well, no, I mean, um, I I don't know the the oakier stuff that you're talking about, but I do like when you're talking about the humidity and like how uh, this kind of flavor is quenching instead of makes you want more like a a sugary soda. You just kind of keep drinking and drinking and you never really slake your thirst. But uh, to cut through this humidity and stuff, I think that that's really where I would focus on the information because. Yeah. Um, I don't know really what to compare this to. It tastes delicious and all those little like kind of fruit notes um just scream summer to me. And mm-hmm. you yeah. know, mm-hmm. especially with yeah. this storm coming in, I want to be able to bring back some of that sunshine into the
1: Yeah, it's been a little the bit summer. rainy yeah. in the summer. The last yeah. last week has probably been our best week. Yeah. Okay, so since I have Ray here and it's almost the end of July, believe it or not. Yeah, right. It's um I, we're, we're going to talk about we're still finishing up ride July. We're going to try some stuff later on, but I wanted to bring out, There's several different things that are be going to be going on in the wine department. Okay, that I want to bring to everybody's attention. First one is I think is the most important one. Next Saturday, August 5th, there's like this crazy new sale that we're going to have. It's going to be this. It, it it concentrates in the wine department. We're going to have little other little things in in the rest of the departments, but the big the big uh, showcase is the wine department and it's a beat the clock sale okay so the earlier you buy in the day next saturday the earlier part in the day you will get a better discount now i'm gonna i'll give you the i'll give you the first two hours every two hours the the discount changes and the
2: decreases generally it
1: decreases as you get further into the day well one little exception i'll right you know i'm gonna get to that so like the first the first like two hours of the sale, which would be from nine to eleven next Saturday, August 5th. Right. That would be 30 bottles of wine, 30 percent off. That's insane. And then it goes it goes down every two hours. It changes until we get to the last two hours that were open, which is from 7 uh, p.m. to 9 p.m. I'm going to spin a wheel. And you're only going to have to buy 16 bottles at that point to get whatever discount we decide. But I'm going to spin a wheel and we're going to decide that discount then. Now the discount can be anywhere from 16%, which is still a great discount, to 32%. So now you have this little thing now. Do I shop in the morning and get 30% with 30 bottles of wine? Guaranteed, no problem. Or do I wait to, I'm going to sleep in that day and wait until the end of the day and try that? So, if you want to know about this, go to juliosliquors.com. Sign up for our newsletter because it's going to come out this week. Right. All the details about it. And then the other thing that we're going to start in August, and I think this is really fun, is we're going to – the the wine department is each going to be royalty for the month of August, and it's going to be War of the Roses. But in this, our case, it's the War of the Rosés. Yeah. And they're going to go head-to-head competition. They're each going to pick two rosés. And we're gonna see whose two rosés for the entire month sell the most. And then, and then we'll, we'll the other ones will be yeah. They kill the rest. We go to the they go to the yeah. tower.
2: you will crown a king, <laughs> so, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, or, crown, well yeah. Queen or whatever.
1: Or, or he banishes all the other kings and queens that are here.
2: One question. Yes. Is there jousting?
1: I'm tr- I'm trying to work that out <laughs> okay. right now. All right. Because
2: I, so I knew these, you
1: were going to ask that question.
2: Both of these are pretty innovative ways. If you want to take advantage of the be- the clock sale and you have a bunch of errands, front load your errands to the beginning of the morning and then you're guaranteed the best one.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, if, it, if you push it towards the end of the day, no guarantee. There may be a uh, long shot for that. And then yeah, as you come in to participate good. in the War of the Rosés, um, Support uh your favorite brand or whatever. There are going to be specials and deals and things yeah, like that. Yeah, there's gonna be
1: stuff all over the, but the store, the, but that's the big ultimately, one. Ultimately, yeah.
2: it's gonna be somebody in that department is going to get crowned.
1: Oh, yeah, they're gonna uh, get crowned already. Right. Yes, yeah. Uh, Race open it's gonna be. not always, gonna be him, but that's beside the point.
3: I've always wanted to be a king.
1: Well, there you go. You're gonna have a thing. Yeah. All right, Randall, get us out of here.
3: All right,
2: uh, kings, queens, talk king. It's the liquor talking here <laughs> on
1: yeah. All right, we're gonna get out. I oh, Red, right. thank you
0: very much. We'll be right back. Hey, you had to hand it back to me, huh? Yeah. All right, thanks, Ray. All right, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Hold on. Mine is. How's this? All right. Oh, Ray's going away. But how? How's how's. Randall. Hello, this is me speaking. Is Randall's back? Hello? Right now? I'm, I'm eating it. All, All right. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Ray. Well, here you can say it. We're still, we're still on. We're, we're, we're Our show continues into the break. So put that on the
1: other way. You flipped it around there. What were you going to say, Ray? You can say whatever you want. We're <laughs>
3: we got nothing. But listens, so no one listens. So
1: <laughs> it's okay. Oh, hold on. Let me get you
3: up. Right, there you go. Okay. So, no, one of the things I wanted to say was uh, this 30% discount on wine is unheard of in the United States of America. I can tell you that right now. When I was living in Florida, you could buy 1,000 bottles, and the maximum discount you'd ever see was 10%. And a couple times a year, we'll do a 25% off. That's unheard of. But 30%? It's only for two hours. Yeah, but still two hours. Uh, You know, I'll tell you, you need to come in. You need to come in for that the two hour period anyway, and if uh, I told you take, you're working
1: it, that two hour period, I
3: will yeah. be here. Absolutely, I will be here. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, but uh, thanks, Ray. My pleasure.
1: Yeah, Ray will be working that two hour period, right. so just so he will be here with bells on.
2: It's the very nine, beginning. The very beginning of, n- of nine to of eleven
1: a.m. on August fifth, which is next Saturday.
2: Yeah. So thank you. If like I I like the fact that some people think that they're gonna hedge their bets, right? Well, that's like I don't really gamble
1: you may get thirty percent off from seven to nine. But you're
2: guaranteed 30, which as Ray was pointing out, is almost never gonna happen at at any other time.
1: You're gonna buy, but the the other part of that is yes, you'll be you'll be able to do it online, but but here's the here's the the, the, here's side of the funnier part about it too is but you only have to get 16 bottles to get the discount at seven at night You have to do 30 bottles in the morning so the amount of bottles you have to buy to get the discount decreases but so does the discount
2: my prediction is that there's going to be a certain amount of grief <laughs> by customers who don't understand the system but basically yeah but we're, we're, if you're going to buy wine right. and you need to place an order and it's on the larger size it's a hundred percent better to just come in earlier oh, absolutely. and try and make it happen. Absolutely. Um, and then but like we were talking just before the show about how a lot of people are just trying to game stuff all the time. So they try and figure out what works for best for them and then they get in their mind, well, then I'll spin the wheel and then I'll only have to, yeah. you know, and well, it's like
1: it's a, I'm gonna spin but, the wheel at the end, though. It's for everybody. Right. So everybody gets the same price and the same discount. Right.
2: But I think that that what's funny to me is that. You get into your, you know, like I was just driving today, right? There's a speed limit, but you go like, but if I go five miles over, I'll never <laughs> get pulled over. And you're kind of like gaming the whole right, system, right. but you're how anything over can break? 65. You're to figure how do
1: you figure, how you can where I lot? won't
2: where I won't likely to be where I'm not likely to get pulled over, right? And that number has creeped up a lot, but like still 65 miles an hour is the limit, right? That's how's that's how it should be. I'm gonna have John so. join us up here. Really, John, come on up.
1: Well, the whiskey consumption has just doubled on the show, folks. Yeah, but well, we're going to get yep. get 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 thirty seconds. Get it. You got thirty seconds to get in the spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kenny, Kenny's away. Everybody's been. Tra- this is the summer of travel. Everybody's traveled. Randall just got back from. Oh, hold on.
2: Dealing with my Rand- folks. Randall
1: just got back from California. I was in England. Uh, Kenny was in England, and then we, Randall Kentucky. and I were both down in Kentucky. This is John. Now, and now Kenny's in California Randall just got back from California it's like it's uh the mad the madhouse of, of of
0: running around this summer but it was good. an intense weekend in California but we got a lot done so good. All right, we're back to... It's Liquor Talking right here
1: on WCRN AM 830. Um, John's and joining... Uh, John Frisky Whiskey. Uh, Hendrix is joining us at the dais right now.
2: That's right. Uh, if you're listening and you don't recognize the dulcet tones of Ray uh, from the wine department, <laughs> it has been replaced by John. And we are really officially starting the show now because this is the drink of the show you've this just poured.
1: I've just poured you the drink of the show. Okay. And, and, and what is the drink of the show, Randall? Explain to people. What the, well, what the concept is? Yeah. What well, the, why, actual,
2: well. So... Uh, you know, in New England, it's nobody's business what's in our mug. But we like to start off the show by drinking a whiskey and then telling about about uh, what our drinking experience is. That's right. I'm looking over at the bottle, and it looks especially like a Rossville. It is. Which is uh, a product of, uh, I believe, MGP Met now almost
1: exclusively. Well, that's its Luxco. Yeah. So, so. which I uh, just purchased them. So, Rossville Union, this is a straight rye whiskey, cast strength, 113.2 or 56.6 ABV. This one is a lock and key single barrel and yep. it's called In the Minds Rye. Okay. And this is um, I figured we would do a one of the Rosso Ryes because this is one of the ones that is on deal right now. Uh, we're about to end. John, how's how's Rye July been doing?
4: Rye July has been a fantastic month of rye out the yin yang <laughs> and going out the door too.
1: <laughs> well, we got we got
2: Rise or on Fryer,
0: you know, on Fryer, fryer. yes,
1: at the Fryer. Um so ride july has been going on all month it's about to end we're about to hit august 1st so th- it will end um we have a lot of stuff going on we had we had a barrel release of the pinhook this this one we're trying to sneak one more in and i think we may be able to do it i i don't i don't know it's going to be tight it might arrive here just after ride july ends but we got uh rigel seven which is our tumbling dice single barrel that was supposed to be here this month we were sort of hoping but um uh, but I will tell you, it may be worth the wait because uh, Dave Smear, who, who runs Proof and Wood, and that's what we get the Tumble and Dice Rye from. Um, there was a group of barrels that he that he purchased because he's a second. He, he buy, gets these from MGP. There was a, a small group of barrels that have turned seven years old, and he's been putting these out for like, you know, uh, competitions. It already won. One of the barrels already won in San Francisco. One of them just won down down in New Orleans this week at Tales of the Cocktail right. for the best for the best um, uh, was I think it was best whiskey. Period. Um, uh, just won down there. They've been picking up these little awards. Well, this is part of the same batch that we that we got, and I. From the samples he sent me, it was very difficult to choose. John, you were part of that we tried well. out at the beginning of the month. And, and, and they, they, they really were well. like, it's tough to like really it was really tough. To, this one we thought was the best one, which is going to be Rigel seven. But they were all super good. Yep. So these are coming in. So it's 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 basically it's it's brothers and sisters are already winning awards all over the country, and we're getting our barrel in. So we're pretty psyched about that happening.
4: So if if I may, because we have all of this stuff coming in. By the
1: way, I'm going to start drinking my Rossville rye now.
4: Kaelin, I'm Gio. The spirits department have selected a few ryes along mm. with the bourbon and actually pulled those out. And These are the last of our barrels. There's very, very small amounts of these left. So if you don't want to wait and you maybe want to get something sooner, yeah, come see Kalen and I this weekend, and yeah. we've got a number of things up there where there's just a tiny bit left of, and those have been going out the door. So
1: I mean, including this Ross, uh, this Rossville, this yep. is really good. How much is this one? This I, one is I not Rossville. To, These are fifty five bucks. I was going to say fifty nine, but fifty five. Yeah, fifty five dollars. Yeah. Um, this has got the real great cinnamon note to it. I like this one. Delicious. Yep. All right, and uh, this one is called In the Mind's Rye. And Rossville uh, is the brand. Rossville is the brand. And see John, Kalen, or Gio upstairs. And you can actually try this before. And you'll be it. able to
2: continue to buy Great Rise at the Oh yeah, yeah. There. This However, is just something
1: fun that we were doing.
2: This is going to be uh the dribs and drabs of other great projects that are coming to an end have really moved well through the program of yeah. the ride of July. Mm-hmm. And so you if you want some access to those, those will be going away. We, nature we, of the single barrel program, which is is also cool but also disappointing is if you really love something at some <laughs> it does eventually go right
4: that's why I was saying get in here for those last little bits yeah. that are left if people want those you know, it, can, going.
1: it goes into the bigger picture. um we talked about this a little bit last week, but Randall and I just got back from uh Kentucky and we bought eleven barrels while we were there. I started adding up all the barrels that we have coming in, and we're close to 30 we're we cl- we're close to 30 and then that doesn't even count like the buffalo trace stuff that's coming so we're like over 30 barrels between now and the end of the year think about that, that. are already scheduled to be here that's yep. just an awesome display of it's power. It, it's just a, like <laughs> it's there's a awesome. lot of stuff coming and some of the stuff that randall and i just got through picking uh, including some newbies that you know, we've never had a barrel of, uh, the uh, new Rift being one of them, yeah. um, are spectacular. And they the, the the rye that we picked is a ninety five percent rye, five percent malted rye, and that one's going to be called um, uh, the Rye of the Storm. And then we have their burb their first bourbon one. We're calling it one, but man, I was so impressed with that whiskey when we tried it that day it, it, I, this is not a dispersion on anybody but i'm just going to point out Rind- rindle and i and john you've been a part of this and, and geo is a part of this a lot we're, we really don't hem and haw like we we're we very silent when we pick barrels and stuff like that i always forgot how different it is picking with other people because we would had five of us on this trip yeah and I just sort of forget because Randall and I barely talked to each other, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and, sure. and go through the whole thing. And it, and it was really, and, and, you know, and, you know, all of a sudden everybody stats like hemming and hard about which, which one. And I'm like, I, I already know the I already know the answers to this. So we're going, we're, 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 you know, we're going in fighting, but uh, it was really funny. And actually, actually one of the places that we went to, he sort of did it a little bit differently, which was, we went to uh, Yellowstone. And the way we picked the barrel, we actually tried the same barrels, same set of barrels at yep. different proof strengths and how we picked up on those. And the funny part was your answer changed a little bit depending on proof strength. And the funnier part of that was Randall and I, 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 it was so funny because we, we, uh, the first one, we were different and then all the others, we were the same. And I was like, man, I was thought for certain that you would pick, this like the same way i did and he goes yeah i did i didn't want somebody to feel bad so i changed my answer even though i so well, we, we all actually,
2: raised our hand yeah we all
1: raised our hand this, get, this yeah, guy actually, was
2: just raising his hand one time each time tony who's
1: like a, a fantastic guy got right the, exactly there's nothing there's no wrong answer let's right. put it but i was laughing because randall and i separated not being able to speak to each other still picked the same <laughs> basically the same barrels well, so,
2: there's there's a there's a comfortability in uh, repeatedly doing this process all the time, and um, a lot of the newcomers are excited, right? And right. they want to, they think that there's going to be this outpouring of uh, feelings and talking and, and we're discussion gonna expand, in and all these
1: things as things nauseum and, about oh look at trying.
2: this and let's taste this and we're like oh, okay we got to get through this. <laughs> they're, they're, they're there for the experience. I feel like it's I feel like, like for the people experience. are we're hiring the right. and you're writing a resume, right that you're like i'm going to make this so everybody on the other side the 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 hirer is going to read this and they're going to put me in the pile with the other applicants and i go i think the people that are hiring are just like let me eliminate this <laughs> let me get the pile down to whatever so so when this this relates to the pick because um people are coming in and they want to like talk about all the things that they love and we're like, let's talk about all the things we hate because we can get this out of the, the we mix get it off, off the, uh... and then that will narrow it down to just a few that we'll, that, that we'll then try and discuss or figure out. But um, yeah, if you, and if you try and include everybody in your pick, it becomes harder to pick because it, it's, it should be a process of elimination, not how many of these are great, right? But they're all almost always great. So, but there's very few that you find like, yeah. like,
1: uh, you know, the first thing we do is if there's a flaw that gets eliminated, you've tasted enough barrels yeah. with Johnny. You know, that's sort of the the, the main sure. rule. If there's a flaw that gets eliminated immediately, then you don't have to worry about it. So, um, but some, but it was these, it was some fun. of these aren't even fun.
2: flaws, though. People are like, no. Oh, I like this for the apple taste. I like I, this for the cinnamon. I like this for the nutmeg. I'm like, yeah, that's great for all the things you like, but like we got to get we got to get one of these. So. <laughs>
4: I think one of the things that I even struggle with is like sometimes I would pick something that would be great for me, but not necessarily for the masses, yeah. which that's a whole other aspect. Too. A,
1: there is a fine line between picking you. You never pick your personal taste. Exactly. I mean, that just that just never works out well, unless you're going to buy the whole barrel and you're going to drink it. That's that's perfectly fine.
2: <laughs> or or that. make it something. make it known that that's like we had one that I was like, oh, this is a little bit funkier. And it's in my profile, but I think it would be harder to sell. But with the other barrel selections, they were very close to what you could get in other whiskeys. And so you want to have something that stands out a little bit. That stands out a little bit. But generally speaking, yeah, you have to kind of pull yourself out of your equation, calm down your emotions Focus I want on the
1: one. task. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know Become Randall...
2: a Vulcan, essentially. Yeah, there you, you know. go. You go.
1: Knock it knock yeah. it all out. Well, since we have a little time um before the before the break, I wanted you guys to retry this. Okay, because the bo- the barrel, the case that we ordered of it just came in. This is Rye 3, and this is the Rye 3. It's at 60.6 ABV. Um, and this is their um cigar series, aged in Madeira. Uh, rum cask and then Najahara bat cask which i'm not fami- familiar with but the that's, french oak saves that's that orange liqueur see, uh, yeah that's, that's what rah-ha. it is it's like a yeah, yeah. um it's, like a uh, sack. it's more like a cointreau. cointreau yeah so here you guys go try this this just came this actually the case just came in it just hit the shelves yesterday i think johnny put it up i think it was like it's like 120 bucks a bottle um but i know randall just I know Randall just did a cigar dinner. I mean, he was out doing a cigar dinner last night. But uh, I want you guys to try this and see what you guys think of this because we only got a case of this, and this is it. And uh, I figured you – you want to see it, Randall?
2: Yeah, let me check out some of that. Yeah, this
1: is just the sample they sent us, but I know the barrel just Initially,
2: in it. it doesn't taste that much – I mean, you could say this is a rye, but this has just got some edges and some flavors. It's got some really great yeah,
1: – it's fantastic. It's You know what I like about it? It's it's pretty well integrated. Uh, Jim, if you want to try some, just grab the grab the bottle from Randall and he has a glass. All right, we got to take. But well, what do you guys think of this,
2: Jim? If you'd like some, there's several bottles upstairs on the shelf that
1: you can purchase. That <laughs> you can purchase. But um, I thought this was really good, and that's why we were able, we we grabbed a we were able to yep. grab a case of this. Uh, like I said, it's 120. But it's not it's not right. anything that's out there that's really cheap. But if you're looking for something like that. This is definitely up your alley. Rye 3 Cigar Series. And
2: hold on to your hats. We'll be back after this commercial break with more of It's the Liquor Talking here on WCRN 90. What do you want to say? God. 8.30 a.m.? 8.30 a.m. Going back to my <laughs> old radio call signs.
1: All right. That's enough. Randall has enough sleep. 8.30 a.m. He's just waking up. Just waking up. Thank you, sir. <laughs> what do you, I mean, I think this—I think they did a really good job with this, 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 yeah, this ride. It's three. very nice.
4: This is a, a nice contrast to the other ones that have been I've been doing towards the cigars, which is the the Hirsch cast strength, which is done in a cognac XO, yeah, and the Old Elk cigar malt, which is four casks. This is a nice contrast because it's a rye between those other two ruribens, right. right.
1: Well, the rye is already going to get that spicier edge yeah. anyways, and then you're just adding flavor on top of flavor. All right, but but so, oh. but by the way, which sometimes puts it out of kilter. I thought this was pretty well balanced.
2: Yeah, it's, it's um, good. it's nice. My thing that, you know, if we're dragging out a soapbox for a quick second, is that oh, I get it, cigars in just the nature of the beast will actually kind of knock down or kick some of your taste buds, mm-hmm. uh, kind of knock them out of the equation temporarily. So if you're looking for the best tasting experience with a whiskey, you probably don't want to uh, smoke a cigar with the whiskey. So they counter with uh, some bigger flavors right. that you can kind of match them together. Right. But one of the things that I never really took into account was that the experience of you having a cigar, being with friends, drinking a great whiskey adds more pleasure and experience back into your taste buds right than I think the cigar knocks out. And you can talk about it from the scientific standpoint, but the emotional standpoint of,
0: no, bunch of a bunch of people
2: together sure. or a special celebration a right. uh, because, or a you know a big event in the life or a business deal got closed and then having that that actually enhances everything that you're tasting experience so last night uh i was trying to not smoke uh any cigars because i wanted to keep my palate clean but i was watching as people were just having a fantastic time and playing with the pat matching and and yeah that's
1: that's, i mean really that's all right sorry yeah all right so Before we get back on the air, I will read you the larceny question of the show. Not to be answered at this point. No, when we get back on. So true or false, India Pale Ale originated in India. True or false, India Pale Ale originated in India. So I want to come back on. We're going to I'll ask that question again. We'll answer. And anybody that's uh, following us on Facebook Live, feel free to answer now. True or false. Hop on. Hop on, so they say. For an IPA (laughs) question. Uh, True or false. India pale ale originated in India. All right. So here we go. All right. We're coming back. You said 10 seconds. It's been eight.
0: (laughs) I can actually give you the history behind this question. Good. Because I can. Oh, boy. Here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to it's
1: the liquor talking right here on WCRN AM eight thirty um, on your dial, and uh, you can actually follow along us on uh, Julio's Facebook page if you like. Um, go to Julio's Liquors Facebook uh, page, and we're there. And uh, later during the day, uh, usually by today or tomorrow, uh, cousin Vinny has this show up on uh, wherever you get your podcast. So if you go to Spotify or wherever, look for it's the liquor talking, and you can. Uh, you can listen to it there on your at, at your leisure or when you're having troubles falling asleep at night. Yeah. So the uh, larceny question of the show today, Randall,
2: it was done over the commercial break on Facebook Live for the video feed. Right. But you're about to ask it again. And for the first time, you're going to hear our responses.
1: OK. True or false. India pale ale originated in India. Randall.
2: I'm going to say False. It was designed for the India market and with the extra hop so it could travel. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to guess it was made out of India so it could travel into India. All right. So you're saying false.
1: Yes. If I can, if I can. I, if that's I can, how I started. Yeah, I know. I, know. I'll, I'll be, <laughs> I just want to make sure I don't. I, false. At, at the end, I just don't want to hear that I misinterpreted your answer. Right.
4: But John. Uh, Randall is correct with the false answer, but he's only partially correct on the history. Okay.
1: okay so. I will beer. give you the answer. The answer is false. And I will, I will tell you what the card says, and then you can expound on that. Sure. Okay. And see if they got it right. India pale ale was brewed in Great Britain, specifically to be set to 18th century colonists in India, where the weather was too hot and the water supplies too noxious to brew beer. To survive long voyage to India, uh, IPAs had to be high in alcohol content as well as hops so they wouldn't go bad.
4: That is correct.
1: I'm glad that uh, John has like, because I would get an argument from Randall how he like if he was wrong. Isn't that
2: what I just kind of <laughs> yeah, said? Yeah, no,
1: you did say, yeah, because I love that John goes, well, you're partially right, Randall, but yeah. let me tell you the answer. I think that's almost exactly what Randall said. I don't, I don't think, don't, I, I, don't think I
2: knew that the alcohol content was right, higher. Right. I knew that the hops were higher to make the travel yeah. and right, it's the acidity level.
1: I mean, we would just, did you know that like um, Randall and I were just actually at Maker's Market and one of the things they do for the yeast when they make the yeast, is it actually has um, hops? They use hops as um, to sort of keep the yeast sort it's of fresh.
4: Yeah, that's interesting. That's something I never would have guessed. So, yeah.
2: so the backstory on that is that you want to have a certain acidity or pH level well, in and, your fermentation process. Other otherwise, it could turn to vinegar, or it could uh, certain bacteria could overtake the the fermentation process and put off flavors into it. Most people do that. This is a question that I got last night was, why? what's a sour mash? Well, almost everything's a sour mash, meaning the higher acidity and pH content take care of that. You can do a very difficult sweet mash, and a very few uh, handful of, of people do that in the world. But the flip side is that you can also get to that pH level and acidity with hops instead of the back set of the yeast.
1: Uh, oh, you can do both. Keeping it sour. Right. So, not- yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting when we were there too. So, yeah. but that yeast, um, that hoppy, that hops as a sort of a, a preservative factor, too. which
4: I do not like a hoppy taste in my whiskey. I like my IPAs and I like my whiskey, but I don't like the two together. So yeah. I mean, some
1: people have done like, well, yeah, but it's not, no, but it's, it's not, not going to exactly. distill that it's out. It's, filling, it's not it's enough. of it. It's not like, you. I mean, people have taken yeah. hopped beer and made whiskey out of it and you
4: can, taste that
1: talking
0: about
4: so I, I i get where i i see where you're coming from but it, so that was surprising to me that like you wouldn't but it makes sense it makes total sense
1: yeah no. um i want to do i want to do one of the gen files because it's sort of a combination gen files and me getting up on my soapbox so all right start good. dragging it out all right so jen usually finds some straight article for us, and she says sometimes hey maybe you want to talk about this on the radio so the one that that uh, sort of came across my uh, uh, my nightstand, yeah. <laughs> not my desk. So your forehead when you woke up. Yes, exactly. Um, and I've had this sitting here for a while and I've been wanting to talk about it and just haven't done it. Uh, but' it, it's, it's sort of it really sort of uh, emphasizes what's important to big corporations. All right? yep. So Costco makes it more difficult to share membership cards. Retailer is now asking shoppers for photo ID at self-checkout registers. All right. So Costco, now that it's rolling out more, now that they don't want to have hire people to actually check you out, is doing a lot more self-checkout. And now they're having to show a photo ID to verify that it is the person that owns the membership card that is actually purchasing the products from the store. Now that they don't want to have a cashier that actually but That's it right. checks that, right? So um, a club retailer is now following a standard checkout procedure for asking shoppers membership cards as well as photo ID to use the self If We don't feel it's right that non-members receive the same benefits in pricing as our members, the company said. Well, that wouldn't be fair because they didn't get to charge those people to be a member. Right.
2: So can I piggyback on that? Uh,
1: you certainly may, but I, I will uh let me just see if there's any pertinent any other pertinent information that I should have in this before we move on because I, I would hate to before be before it goes off the rails. Yeah, before it goes off the rails. <laughs> um net sales for Costco in third quarter increased 1.99% to, to 52.6 billion
0: yeah. up
1: from 51.61 billion from last year. Uh just see if there's an We ended Q3 with 69.1 million paid household members. 69.1 million paid household members.
2: Just say over 69 million.
1: Right. I'm just, no, I'm just, uh, I'm just sort of like saying like you, you're, you understand you're paying to be a member. So that's money. That's profit. When you, when you pay a membership fee to some place like Costco and stuff like that, you're giving them a profit right away. And
2: because they're giving you nothing except putting it in the system
1: yeah, but the, but to beat the system obviously is the more you buy from them uh, you get that you're, you're sort of taking that profit that you just gave them, that membership fee and dividing it amongst all the stuff you bought, hopefully at lower prices that anybody else has and therefore you you sort of make back the membership fee. But it's a lump sum that everybody's paying once a year, regardless of products or anything like that.
2: Mm-hmm. So, so so their pricing is static. It doesn't matter if you're a member or non-member, but everything that's a membership is gravy.
1: Yeah, but you have to. You cannot shop in the store. Well, I, I know that, but unless you're a member, right? Exactly. But they're,
2: that that non-member isn't really getting a different price. No, they're just not getting the fifty dollars a year that whatever the Costco member. So in has. like
1: Massachusetts, you can't you can't have a membership for anything alcohol. So if you can go into any of the stores and pr- pick up whatever you want at alcohol, and there is no difference in price. And you don't have to be a member. But what really sort of gets me is they were very, when we had the same issue, when we were talking about self checkup and alcohol, they were telling us how it wasn't like we were saying you shouldn't be able to bring alcohol through a self checkout. Mm-hmm. And they had no problem with, like, they said, no, oh, why? You should be able to bring alcohol through a self checkout. But it's funny now that there's a problem with them not making enough money off the people that are shopping in the store. Now it's a problem. We need to check everybody, right? So I mean, I thought I thought it was out of a, a, a very hypocritical that it was the profit margin that was the real important part, and not the fact that maybe selling to somebody underage.
4: Profits always rule. Right? So I just right. thought that. Was
2: well, fun. and I I have a Harbor Freight membership, and wow, you pay no. I know, but so that's like, like a black card or something like that, isn't no, it? No, no, you pay a little bit extra yeah. for for the access to the insider track discounts, right? And for that, they issue a card that they scan. you have to show except now they don't scan the card even though all the technology is still connected to the computer the new directive is that you have to give all your information verbally as you stand at the counter so i'm like why i have the card this is your system that you put in but now i have to tell you out loud my phone number and all sorts of other information for anyone who's standing around to hear right right and their whole kind of response is, oh, no, we don't use, we don't scan the card anymore. Because what they discovered is that I'm going to imagine that people have passed off the card. So why would I, if, if you're not, if you're concerned about data mining, why, why am I getting the card to begin with? Right. And so, um, and and there isn't anything other than you give them all the information so it's updated. And then they look and they see that you have the card or whether it's expired or not. Right. But they could just ask you for the card, scan the card and ask you for the last digits of your phone number. And that would throw off most people that might be trying to use somebody else's card. Right. But you're not getting you're not getting money that that you're just paying the extra services. If if I pay fifty dollars for two years membership on Harbor Freight, twenty five dollars a year, they're just not getting twenty five dollars a year. But their pricing structure doesn't change for. Right for anybody, so they're saying, "Well, we just want to make sure that you get access to the discount." It says, "Don't give me the discount. I want to, don't want to give you my information." Well, just and, let and me buy it yeah. as a customer.
1: Right, but Costco and, and built they won't let, let you do it. They right. won't let Costco you do it. built on a membership fee, and part of the way it's built, the 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 scheme of how things work, the business plan is that those membership fees are what drives right and they
2: designed the system that gave you a card that you're <laughs> supposed to show right. and now they're going like oh well we we also want to make sure that it's but, you. but 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 our system isn't working the way that we designed it so now you're going to have to go through additional steps on your end Right. to correct for the thing that I paid you money to not it, have to do again.
4: It's never going to be a perfect system to begin with because right. I'm, I'm a BJ's member, right? And so my godson had Get a huge graduation show. party. Exactly. Get out of here. I'm Get out of you. here. Um, but my godson just had a, a big graduation party. So what do you think I did? I took the non-members with me to BJ's and we bought all the supplies under my membership.
0: But well, they made all their
4: about, profit right. off I'll of these, the sale yeah. of the things. <laughs> right. But my friends are not buying that membership, but they're still getting the discount. So right. But they're no, 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 they're not them. getting not the like discount. No, they're I,
2: getting I, the price that they sell it at.
4: Yes. Right. So, so the skip. card, your
2: discount, is just additional money that you have given them. It's sure. not giving you access to additional discounts. Right.
1: No, it's giving you to, sure. to the to their pricing. That's right. what it's getting to. Right. All right. Well, enough with that. I just thought it was funny how, IDs didn't matter to buy a controlled substance, but they did matter when it came to profits. Yeah. End of story. They're <laughs> Thank 0.1 you, billion. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Billions of dollars. People always go like, well, it's a lot cheaper. There I go. Well, they're getting you somewhere because they don't make that much money and stay in business and didn't make any money. So let's just stop that right now. It's we like go.
0: we're talking. There we go. All right. All right. So we're in the middle here. Do you guys want to do? I, I always thought, John, we have these
1: we have these uh, slushies. Oh, this is like a big thing now for the summer. Mm-hmm. So I figured that we would each take one of these. Do I have to? Yep, you do. <laughs> you think this was a democracy? No. So when you want you the signed white, on, white the, I'm on the show?
4: I've had the red already. All right. So
1: you get the white. Uh, Randall, you get the red all right and i'll take the blue slushy all right Very these patriotic. are yeah well this is a summertime thing i think they're supposed to be is the whole point here you can put them in cups if you want is the whole point that these so are this blue, is, red white and blue they're supposed to be like those rock, rocket pops is that yeah, the, well oh, that, that's, that's exactly it, right so, so this is just so everybody knows this is down east flu slushy that i have um and uh, trying to find the
2: But these uh, are not actually slushies, no. they're just slushy flavorings. So right.
4: I don't know if you guys remember from last summer's radio show, we had on we had one on called Blue Lobster, which yep. was a vodka based um red, white, and blue bomb pops. Yeah, like a bomb pops, yeah. Like blue. the rocket pops. And that was the point. My wife loved those, but they're not around. So she asked me to find a replacement. Or something okay. that would be like similar to those red, white, and blue. So
1: so a blue slushy to me should have that sort of like that blue raspberry if I'm thinking of the bomb pot and
4: right? a headache and a headache.
1: <laughs> and a headache. Uh, Randall, you get the red? Let me see yep. how red the red is it is red. it is red. The blue is blue, and John's is yeah that's it looks, white
4: looks like the looks like the lemon yeah. flavor
1: yeah. looks like the lemon flavor. so is that lemon flavored?
4: Yes,
2: this is definitely red
1: flavored. holy oh, my
4: God. <laughs> Who makes this stuff?
2: Yeah, I don't I don't like it.
4: You're proving so so this is exactly what happens to my wife and I at home, right? So I brought this home. I'm like, hey, let's try this. We we popped open the red. She took one sip and was like, this is god awful. Yeah. All
1: uh, right. So what this basically is, I'm sure a lot of people like these things. Sure. It's way too it's not only sweet, but it's sour. So it's sweet and sour, but it's very, very overwhelming. Here's a and by the way, I'm just gonna point this out. This is malt based is it not?
4: That is exactly where I was going. Because
1: I'm getting that malt. That's it. Finish it's that weird sort of
4: fun. aftertaste. Okay, these are super popular, by the way. They are. I bought the last twelve pack two weeks ago when they had it. We've restocked since, and they're going. We're going through them pretty heavily.
1: I'm, I'm, I keep going well, back to it. Going, it's just me. It's not that bad. It's. You guys want to try the tried the blue? I'm all. Yeah, sorry. you want some more? No, I'm I good. get some more cups
2: because the reason i want the
1: slushy is for the texture you got with the what? let me try well yes the slushy is for it's the texture it's because
2: right? because you want that ice cold like slush mix and then the flavors just put on it but instead you're just getting okay. a version of the flavor and i mean i think it would be interesting to have alcohol drinks that were actually in a slush base
1: Yes. And you can get those. They sell them at like, and when I go to like New Orleans, they have like machines, celestial machines. Right. And those are terrible too, by the way. But this is even worse because I get the, by the way, that was the dumb. I'm going to tell you right now, the blue was the best one.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's the only the one other, I haven't tried.
1: That's the only, I've the tried your I other ones. It. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So what if you mix these together? Will it turn No. purple? The red, white, blue bomb pop right there? Oh, it should turn like, yeah, there it goes. It turns yeah, to purple. It's the purple. Starting to f- smoke.
4: Yeah, it's yeah, uh, why
1: is there a chemical re- no, no? I'm just teasing. It's, All right. I'm not um I I can I can taste them and understand why they're popular. Sure. Um it's just not for me. Not for it me. turned gray. It, it turned gray. Look at that. It turned well, gray. Well, look
4: at it. You can clearly that? see where my mistake was. I was looking for a vodka drink that had that flavor. That other one that you I had last not- year
1: had that. It tasted like a bomb I, pop. Exactly, I did, did not, not realize
0: that this was the yeah. malt. All right, we're coming right, back. We're coming back. Oh, or we gotta are gotta we coming it. back? I don't <laughs> know.
1: We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we have to try something else let's to competed.
0: get it. <laughs> um. Well, no. I think we we'll do. let do the rum. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to It's the Liquor Talking right here on WCRN AM
1: 830. And during the break, um, we um, you can go back and listen to this in the podcast if you care to, but um, we tried Down East Slushies, red, blue, and white uh, Down East Slushies. Um, uh, I'm just going to point it out this way. Uh, I understand why a lot of people like these. Um, not any of our in any of our warehouses, to me, they're too uh, overly... Overly like sugared sweet, and then it went sou- like, sweet, sour, like sweet sour. And then there's that malt base funk that I that I taste on every malt base thing that's not basically beer. Um, and so um, not not a fan, but I do understand why people sure. I I get why they it's like them. It's just yeah, it's super yeah. pop. They're super popular and stuff like that, but mm, not for me. Um, so have fun with those. <laughs> there's more for everybody else let's put it that way you're welcome thank you john thank you john for (laughs) subjecting me to that um all right do you guys want to do uh do you want to continue on a yay or nay or would you like to try some rum
4: oh let's try some rum all right i'm excited for this because i have not had this
1: i've not had this either and this was actually at our gin rummy uh event uh back in june and i didn't get to try it there but this is papa seal it's gosling's papa seal This is a single barrel Bermuda rum. The barrel was obviously chosen by Malcolm Gosling, um, who's the head of the of the Gosling clan that does all those great uh, dark and dark rums and stuff like that. They're
4: they're known for dark rums. They're known for dark rums. This is,
1: yep. Oh yeah, don't make a dark and stormy without Goslings. This is 83 proof rum. I'm going to open this up right now. I'll pour you guys some. And see what you guys think. Now, this is not an inexpensive rum, gentlemen. This is over two hundred dollars a bottle. Okay, then. Yeah. So, um, this is what we would probably consider. This is here, uh, Jim. I'll give you some of mine here. Uh, this is what we would probably consider a sipping rum, because, like, two. I think it's. No, i am just I'm gonna the blue flavor or the this red flavor, is the blue the flavor rum. Flavor yes no this is it's the this is the real this is the real deal These a single barrel supposedly barrels that that they picked that were of substantially great quality that they now doing a single barrel worth of i don't understand why they would do an 83 proof if you're going to go the run of doing a single barrel i would at least do like a 92 proof so they're you know i don't think they're chill filtering them anyways but so to get, I, I would do something a little bit higher. How old but, is it? They said? Uh, I don't think this one says the bottling date on this was 2018. Was the bottle date, but I don't think it says the. Um, I
2: mean, the only the what what could happen is that it if it's a runs. single barrel that had lost so much to the evaporative.
1: Yeah, it could have dropped
2: process that 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 might be as low as they could make it, but it doesn't really taste like it's. Um, ultra-aged product. No, but it's good.
1: It's good. I like yeah, that. I like it a lot. Yeah, me too. It's I enjoy this. For, it's Thank some, you for
2: sharing. I don't know if I would pay $200 for this.
1: Yeah, that, I mean, that's fair enough. It's got a summer flavor to it. It does have a summer flavor to it. Yeah. I mean, you're out by the water. You're drinking, you know, getting a nice thing of really nice in awesome. a rock. Yeah, just with a rock on it. Just a single rock. Vandal's already like, yeah, you got to put rocks in the thing. Of course, <laughs> no one likes it. No, it's. Uh, really nice, real tasty. Yeah. If you're looking for something different from, um, you know, from Goslings, you're a big fan of, 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 of Goslings right. or dark rolls or seals uh, or, or or seals yeah. or papas or any in between. Um, I would suggest grabbing this. It, it, it is actually really good. Um, it like is Randall good. said, I'm not it like I'm not like you know maybe not Randall's cup of tea, but um, I I like it. I think it's I think it's really nice. And by the way, after the Downies. <laughs> Slashy, this is a breath of fresh air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lovely, lovely stuff. Um, so that's, that's really good. All right. So, you know what we should probably do next is let's do, do, well, do one of those. I'm just trying to think of what we should do next. I think we should do a yay or nay.
0: Are you with me? Yeah. Which one means yes? Yay. Yeah.
1: All right. Yay or nay today is six o'clock. London Dry Gin and Tonic. So this is um we carry the six o'clock gin, which is a really nice gin. Um, this is their gin and tonic, uh, made with obviously the six o'clock gin. I was trying to see. This is seven percent alcohol. And I'll pour you. Smaller can size. Smaller can. I think that's good for a seven percent. I mean, it's supposed to basically make you one cocktail. You know. Um, here you go you pass that down to randall and i'll give you two one john and i will take one all right you guys get to try that i'll give the uh the the can to our studio audience of today which is which is jim you can try that too so let's see this is six o'clock gin and tonic pre-mixed i don't think they're that very expensive though i think they're like eight bucks a four pack
4: Throw a little lime in that. That is refreshing.
1: All right. So here's here's usually okay. I'm gonna here's get here's tonic. I, okay. Go well, on,
4: man.
0: I'm gonna give you one. Randall Bird, yay or nay? Yay. Yay. Okay. I'm definitely a yay. A yay.
2: Yeah. I, okay. Go first ahead. versus there's a caveat. Go ahead and say your thing.
1: Good. No, go ahead and give me the caveat because I want to tell you if you're right or wrong. <laughs>
2: it's tonic forward. Mm-hmm. You can get a hint of the gin, but it's hidden a little bit behind the tonic. And if you like a ready-to-drink gin and tonic, uh, eight bucks. I don't. I think this delivers. Why you're not <laughs> mixing up your own concoction?
1: There are there is a time and place when you need to get an RTG ready to go, and that's why I call it. So what, what's to the go? difference
2: between an RTD and an RTG?
1: Actually, RTD is ready to drink, yeah. which can be. Okay, so here's my, this is my own definition. This all is right. why you wanted me to say it. this. <laughs> Here is comes about. off the rails. It comes off the rails. Here's my definition. <laughs> An RTD is industry standard, what they talk to. It means ready to drink. However, that being said, there's a lot of things that are ready to drink that you can't take anywhere. They're in glass bottles. They're, you know, they're, 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 they're in bigger sizes. They're in all this other stuff. So I like to differentiate with RTG, ready to go which means that it's in a container that you can take anywhere to the pool, to the tennis court, to on a boat, the beach, to the beach where you're not going to have to worry about something breaking or, or, or disposal of, of, of something or, or or beach patrol or beach patrol. (laughs) I didn't want to get into that, but yes. Or the beach patrol. So RTGs are sort of like the ready to ready to go. Like you can take these things anywhere when this would reach that category, it's in a small can and they have their place. Like if this was being sold at like an, an event, like a tennis, we just had the, because I was in London, they had Wimbledon. Wimbledon. If you, this would be a great type of thing for that because you could pop this and drink it right out of the can or pour it in a glass and they're small, they're disposable and all this other stuff. That being said, my usual problem with anything that has that's very simple to make, there's two ingredients, gin and tonic, I would rather make my own because usually, with problem, and this is a slight problem that Randall's finding with this is he's not crazy about the tonic part of this, not the gin, and that's that's where you get the thing. If you don't use the right mix, that can throw it off just as badly as using the wrong spirit. Right, and so they don't get that right, and that's why when people said, "Oh, they're doing Jack and Coke," but they're doing Jack and Coca Cola, that's great because. Most people like Jack and Coke with, with Coca-Cola, so that you, now you're using the right, right mix that you want to use with a Jack and Coke. And sure. Jack and Coke is usually Coca-Cola. So, um, good product. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I'm going to give it a yay. Um, yeah. I, 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 there's other tonics that I like better than this. The gin's fine.
4: Yeah, I think you, everything you said is absolutely correct. Like, if I'm, if I'm at home, I'm not drinking this because I'm making it. But if I'm Next on it's too the go... On yeah, the yeah go, so then
2: yeah i say the price is okay the packaging is like eight bucks for like a four you're going to be out outside and you want that tonic to be thirst quenching that's going to deliver but i'm like you get that
1: wine and you get the thing yeah so it
2: doesn't knock it out of the category but i'm like yeah would like a little bit more i'd like a a little bit more
1: from it all right so what do we how much time we get left we're almost out of time
4: about 30 seconds or so all
1: right uh 30 seconds all right well let's drink whiskey Oh, uh, let's geez. do, let's do, Uh-oh, let's do it can't, the it can't be Orchard House. Let's do Orchard way. House.
4: All right, we're going to do Orchard House. Compass Box. Tell us about Orchard House, John, while I'm pouring. It's orchard House is absolutely lovely. And I thought when Mark was here this week. Had we Whiskey did, we this had Whiskey Wednesday this week. Whiskey Wednesday with Compass Box. We, um, I thought his description of this was spot on. So with the Orchard House, they're going more for a Japanese profile. There is a lot of um, orchard fruit as the name suggests in the finish, apples and pears with a little bit of smoke through it for a balance. All right. This I love a, this, this one. It's great. So, summer. so Gosh. good. Yeah. Orchard
1: house by compass box. Fantastic whiskey, especially for the summertime. Get some. Hey, thanks for everybody for joining thanks us for today. Listening. Thanks John for joining us on the days today. Thank you, Randall for just showing up brother.
2: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and some uh, wine sales coming up, but thank you for listening. It's the liquor
0: talking here on WCRN. We'll be back next week. Yeah, I think that'd be good. That is so good. Thanks, buddy. I'll talk to you later. That, that, uh, that, or, that is so, that Orchard House
1: is just fantastic. Right, yeah. All right, we're going to come off Facebook Live mm-hmm. and get us off.